everyone, it's John and Ben, and welcome to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985 Santa Claus the movie, one minute at a time. And this is our first show for December 2020. We are in Santa's month. Holy moly, is it December already? Whoa, what a year. <laughs> and this week we are on minute number 36. Yeah, 36. I can't believe it. We're like, we're like a th- a quarter of the way through the movie. <laughs> Go us. <laughs> yeah, I think we're only like uh, four minutes away from entering modern times. Which yeah, is we're getting pretty there. insane. Yeah, we're getting so close. <laughs> so let's go ahead and dive right into minute 36, which picks up where we left off last week. Last week, minute ended with Anya saying, You were quite right. And now we pick up with her saying, You were quite right to bring this to our attention, Julie. That little boy must not get a present. She looked back at her husband expectantly. Who was still peeling those carrots, remember? He was peeling those carrots. And it looks like there's yes. some potatoes on that cutting board, too. Yeah, it's nice to see that he's doing a little bit of a uh, little bit of housework, helping her out there. Now, Santa is surprised. He is confused. Like, this thought has never crossed his <laughs> mind before. Like, it was, it's like unthinkable. Mm-hmm. To not give a kid a present. He's like, what are you talking about, Anya? Yeah. Of course, I'm Santa Claus. I give presents to everybody. No present for him? <laughs> Every child should get a present. It's time to change the rules. You'll have folks saying that Santa Claus only rewards the good little boys and girls. Isn't that as it should be? Santa instructs Dooley to make a list of who is naughty or nice. All right. Dooley, make up a list of who is naughty and nice. Yes, sir. And be careful. I'll be yeah. checking it twice. Now, this part cracks me up because I, we haven't seen Dooley this excited about anything <laughs> this entire movie. He acts so cartoonishly goofy. He's like, yes, sir. <laughs> it's like he's a totally different character for this one scene. <laughs> no, it's like he forgot what his character was. Like, oh, yeah, hold on. He's giving me more work to do. That's not how it's supposed to go. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he hops away. He hops to it. Yes. So this seems to imply that the naughty or nice system is totally on the honor system. Sarah Foster is like sort of tattletailed out her brother. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's no surveillance system as we see in other bits of Santa media where right. he doesn't have his magic snowball or magic snow globe or big state of the art surveillance system. It seems to be like, oh, if I wrote, Dear Santa, give me extra toys. Ben, Ben kick the cat down the stairs. <laughs> You'd automatically end up on the naughty list, right? Well, I don't, I mean. Who, who's going who's gonna to question it? That's They're true. They're going to have to take it at face value. And in the book, it doesn't go into it any further as to how Santa is even double checking it. Like, it, it just says that he'll be checking it twice because that's that's how, like, the story of Santa goes. But nowhere in the movie or in the book does it explain what Santa is checking. Like, how is he checking it? Is it because he knows who every kid is? So he knows whether or not they're the good ones or the bad. We don't know. We don't know. I feel like this is part of the movie that sort of just kind of glosses over 
um, the the nuts and bolts of these yeah. things and Santa's. Music. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like mm-hmm. they already assume, oh, yeah, you, you guys know all of this. We don't need to explain it. Yeah. But we demand answers, just like we see later in this minute, which we'll also have a lot to say about Santa's chimney going up and down the chimneys. Yes. So I have um, in the book, like, so Dooley smiles, closes the door, he leaves. Santa sighed, looking back at Anya with a weary smile of his own. He wished for a moment that things could remain as they had been in the beginning. Why did everything always have to change and grow more complicated? But then he had to admit that his arrival here had been the biggest change he had ever known, and it had certainly been a good one. So he smiled again at his wife and reached out to pat her hand. So, like, he's kind of in this, he's starting to get into this, like, why are things changing? They need to stay the same. (laughs) Yeah, that is definitely a re- recurring thing in Santa's character throughout yes. the rest of the movie they're setting up here but yeah. I believe that in the book it set it up way at the beginning yeah. too before we leave uh, this part of the movie Santa's line about checking it twice of, mm-hmm. is of course a reference to the lyrics of the song Santa Claus is coming to town so Ben you know what time it is music info time (laughs) santa claus is coming to town the christmas song was written by i love this name i love this guy's name j fred coots (laughs) the initial j the initial j fred coots c-o-o-t-s i wonder is that a real name or one that he came up with on his own and haven jaleps jaleps jalepsy And Haven Gillespie. That's an interesting name. The earliest known recording was by banjoist Harry Reiser and his band from October of 1934. The song has since been recorded by over 200 artists. Wow. And then we see the miniature sleigh going over the night sky, giving the impression like he's in outer space, like, and that's like the earth below him. But I think that's intentional, as you'll see um, in this montage. Is this a different montage because we're going into a totally different song? Or is this the same montage? There are so many montages in this movie that it's hard to keep track. I think it's just a continuation of the same montage. It's like if you're playing a song in your car or like you're playing a playlist in your car and you go through the drive-thru, so you pause your playlist, and then you get your stuff, and you leave the play, please the drive-thru, and you hit play again, and it starts a new song, but you're still driving in the car. It's the same thing. <laughs> now, you'd kind of expect them to go into Santa Claus is Coming to Town, but they, they, they didn't license that. There's a oh. original song here yes. <laughs> called Thank You, Santa, sung by the Ambrosian Children's Choir with lyrics by Henry Mancini and Leslie... Bracusi. And I use the term lyrics loosely because <laughs> I've seen this movie for 35 years and even watching this minute now, I'm hard pressed to tell you what any of the lyrics are. Okay, let, 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 let me uh, try to decipher some of, some of it here. Christmas is a mass of pain. Who's a happy toy? Ho, ho, ho. Who's a favorite? Merces, Merces. 
come enjoy. Come enjoy. <laughs> it's like, I, these aren't even words. <laughs> but I do have the lyrics here. I can keep going. Smash, smash, smoosh, smash. No, I... <laughs> That's an um, exaggeration, but it does sound like... Smash, 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 smash. <laughs> so, uh, when I listen to the minute, I can hear happy, the words. Happy, happy thing. I can, I can hear the actual words. But <laughs> if you ask me what they are, I cannot tell you. Like, <laughs> when I go back, like, John was talking about this. And I was like, it's just like, da, 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 da. Like, I just, I never really remembered there being words. I just thought of, like, humming. You know what I mean? And then, but, like, like actually slowing down and listening to it, I can hear what they're <laughs> saying. But I cannot remember what they're saying two seconds after I hear it. And it's very much more of a da, 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 da. So, so I have the I have the official lyrics right here to thank you, Santa. I, I've just copied and pasted. I haven't even read them yet. So okay, let, let me take see. a look here. Okay, because I think let's see. Okay, you give me you give me your take. Okay, hold on. Christmas is the best of days. I don't know what the next part is. Happy toys. Who's our favorite person? Mine and yours, Santa Claus. Santa gives to all of us. All he has to give. <laughs> it's like you need a decoder Santa. to figure out this to this song. Sorry, Henry. Sorry, Henry and Leslie, but this is not good. This is not a sign of good lyrics. <laughs> so anyway, that's the basic gist. So I could kind of hear it, but it, it's really hard to hear. So what are so the it, actual lyrics? So this is a good shot of the sleigh right here. Anyway, continue on. Right. Yeah, the miniature sleigh, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Christmas is the best of days. Oh, you got that right. Who's the happy cause? Oh. <laughs> it's our favorite person. Mine and yours. Santa Claus. Santa gives to all of us. All he has to give. Santa really knows the way to live. 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 I thought it was, hey, oh. hey, hey. Well, I got a good chunk of it. I did pretty good. This is like one of those tests, like, is is this person, is it, you know, those online tests where, oh, like, yeah. is a person saying whatever or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I guess the live, live, live is as far as we get in this okay. minute. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll save the rest of the lyrics if we hear them, but I think it also plays over the end credits. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned to minute 108 to find out what the rest of the lyrics are. Yeah. Okay, so let's, yeah, let's take a look at the montage here. We have a really good shot of the sleigh flying over us. And then we have a kid playing with an abacus. Mm-hmm. And then we have a little girl. I think it's I think it's a girl. Yeah, a little girl playing with a doll. And then Santa flies by again doing his ho, ho, ho. ho, ho. And then, and then we, we have... see elves assembling yeah. like a pushcart toy. And then we immediately see a kid playing with that pushcart toy. Mm-hmm. Miniature Santa sleigh flying past the moon. And then and we then have a kid playing with one of those, like, like uh, rope puppets, you know, where you have, like, you hold the top of it, and then you pull the bottom, and his legs and stuff move. And then we see a girl, like, what's the... I guess what, it's what, a wooden doll. Yeah, it's like a piece of wood, like a wooden toy doll, but she, what's, what, what, what am I doing Cradling. 
cradling, cradling in her arms. Yeah. It's like it doesn't look like a very cuddly doll. No. <laughs> and then we have Santa on the rooftop, and look at the sleigh detail. Holy moly, Patch really pulled out all the stops on this sleigh. It looks nice. I'm hitting the pause button on you for just a second to point out that this is to represent this montage of these kids playing with toys to represent how more and more kids from all over the world yes. are writing to Santa because these are all kids of different ethnicities. Mm -hmm. yep. It's like, you know, and I've said it before. I got to say it again. It's, you know, it's an 80s movie, but it's like, okay, we're at minute 36 and this is the most diversity we've seen. <laughs> in the movie, but but you you tell the audience what you told me in the car earlier. We were we were talking earlier about this. Well, we've talked about it a lot, but um, if they did a Santa Claus reboot today, it would be totally different. It'd be a way more diverse cast. You know, all of the elves they would have everything. They would have female, male. They would have um, white elves, people of color. They would have um, straight elves, gay elves. Like they would have everything you know everyone would be included in the elf cast at a minimum and then you know that all of the kids that they would see and they would give toys to and everything they would be of all ethnicities across the whole entire world but that is what we're seeing here and like you said yeah. now we're on a uh, rooftop and santa is about to go down his first chimney he's mm -hmm. looking a little uncomfortable he, he zaps away in a little poof of uh, stardust, magic dust, and Donner is, like, looking up at him. Now, there is a deleted scene of him, like, sort of, like, talking to Donner. It's like, oh, man, I can't believe I have to go down chimneys now because people started locking their doors. You know, yeah. it, if you slow it down, it does look like Santa is, like, moving his mouth like he's talking to someone. Mm-hmm. It, so, as he, before he goes down that chimney. In the book, it is slightly different. Um, so in the movie, we know due to a deleted scene that he is talking to Donner. But um, in the book, he is actually talking to Anya when he gets home. He's talking to Anya about it. Discovering the infinite variety of the world's children was one new change that never failed to delight Santa and set him to remembering the misty distant time when he had been only a simple peasant, never even dreaming of the vast and varied world which lay beyond the boundaries of his own village. There were, as always, changes he was not as fond of, however. All this progress may be a fine thing, but the way people are changing certainly is not, he remarked to Anya one evening. The day before his latest Christmas Eve flight, he sat finishing up his second helping of dessert as Anya kept him company at the table, having long since finished her own dinner. She nodded in agreement, but her gaze wandered to the buttons of his shirt. <laughs> but I'm going to hold off on that and I'm going to skip down further down into the book where Claus is still talking and Anya is still looking at Claus's shirt. People don't trust each other the way they used to, Claus went on unhappily. Years ago, the doors were always open. Now they lock them, afraid somebody's going to steal what's theirs. Anya raised her eyebrows. How do you get in? she asked. Claus shrugged. Windows when I can, but mostly chimneys, and I don't much like it. I don't like going in. In his mind's eye, he saw himself squeezing his ample form 
into the narrow opening of a chimney high atop a wrought iron grill bedecked Victorian rooftop. That was a mouthful. (laughs) And even less do I like the getting out, he sighed, picturing the inevitable plate of now traditional cookies waiting for him on the mantle when he had finished setting presents beneath the gaily decorated tree. So, okay, let, let, let's unpack all of that. I can yes. I can understand why they cut that because they sort yep. of established Santa has his power where he can yeah. just like snap in and out of places. Yeah. Which brings up the whole question of why the chimney anyway? He's uh-huh. not like squeezing himself down and pulling himself back up. He's doing a little snap, poof, mm-hmm. he, there he is. Yeah, but it doesn't really, like it looks like he has to get himself halfway in, which I don't understand because... I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. But later on, that's not how it happens when he's with Joe. But here, he has to like halfway get into the chimney before he poof disappears down by the fireplace in the house. So there's a little bit of miscontinuity going on here in everything. Like, why does it matter that he has to go through a chimney if he's just zapping himself into the house? That could be why they cut it down, too. It's like, oh, yeah. we got to have a shot of him coming down a chimney. Everybody right. knows Santa comes down a chimney. But then we'll also establish, like, oh, he can, like, pop in and out of places. So if you don't have a chimney, that's how he gets in. Right, exactly. It kind of covers all bases, I guess. Because I know our son asks how Santa gets in because we don't have a, a fireplace. So <laughs> kids ask those things, you know. And it's funny how in the book he's talking to Anya about it, but in the the deleted scene it was like talking to Donner. I, yeah, it was like, "Don't look at me like that." You, you know, that's why Donner's looking up. Like, "Don't look at me. They're locking their doors. What else can I do?" That it was that sort of thing. Well, maybe they maybe they were. I, I don't know, but maybe they didn't want to do body shaming scene for Santa. You know, like maybe they were like, "Well, maybe we shouldn't talk about how he's busting out of a shirt." You know. Yeah. Like, we don't want his wife telling him that maybe he's a little too pudgly. We should we should back that off a little bit. And then follow that up with what's coming up in the next minute or so. <laughs> well, yeah, but that wasn't Anya saying it. Oh, that's true. That is good. It's common knowledge at that point. But we can also tell by this rooftop that we're heading more and more into the modern world. We are, yeah. And then as Santa disappears and... Donner looks on. Our minute ends. Yep. This is a quick one this week. Only 20 minutes. <laughs> there was, you know, there wasn't really too, too much. I'm going to assume during, sorry, going back to the montage a little bit here. Um, I wonder if this, you know, how the elves are making um, the pole cart, you know, that has the two figures and the, and like, you know, the pull cart thing that the elves are making. I don't even know what that is. But, um, and then the kid is playing with it. I wonder if that is to represent the custom orders that the oh, elves perhaps. were supposed to make. You know what I mean? Or I don't know. I mean, I, or maybe it's just a, hey, we're still here making toys, you know? They must have had so much B-roll of just elves making toys because yeah. it also, a lot of it also plays over the credits. Yeah. So that's going to wrap things up for minute number 36. If you have anything to add about this minute or any minute, Santa Claus the movie in general, you can send us an email. We're SantaByTheMinute at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SantaMinute. 
And as always, we post a brand new episode each and every Wednesday. And as always, you can listen to any of our episodes... For free!